Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello and welcome to the Old Farm Bus, back of the bus sessions. Thank you for being here. I'm just going to dive straight in because this guest, I've been waiting to speak to you for a long, long time, matey. He gave me one of the best nights of my whole entire life, maybe existence. I don't know what happened that night, but it was bloody marvellous. We have got the Sting from Stingray and the J. Welcome. Yeah. We've actually got a member on here. We've got some crowd reaction. You've got some fans. That for me. I usually put that in in post. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to today. Beauty. How the hell have you been, matey? I'm fantastic, yeah. mate. Absolutely fantastic. Today's been a good day and positive. I mean, yeah, you had an interview today. Yeah. Do you want to jump in? Like, yeah. How did it go? Um, I, without being too critical, I think I smashed it. I think I did a pretty good <laughs> job. Um, I was well prepared. I stayed calm, collected, got all the points across that I wanted to, and... Yeah, fingers crossed they hire me. This one's um, for Doc know Martin, is it? Out, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doc Martin's in um, Derby, yeah. How long have you been in retail for? Um, retail for 10 years, literally God. since I started working, so when I was 17, 16, 17. What made you jump into retail? <sighs> it's just easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so easy to get into it. Like, you and your mum and dad are like, get a job, get a job, and I'm looking around and thinking, bar work, delivery retail yeah i like clothes i'm a little bit interested <laughs> i didn't know what i started but and i enjoy it now it's yeah you've been in there 10 years ten now years, mate. amazing and you've got a partner for 10 years as well so I did you indeed. meet her in retail because um, i just I added the no. maths up here no, 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 not all. there were times when i cross um cross paths <laughs> paths cross um but yeah um when did i ten, 10 years ago has it all been the same place as where you are in um, I'm at Urban Outfitters now. Urban Outfitters. But um, before then, I'd worked Look at, at Topshop. I worked I at do Diesel. I a little zoom pan down on you. <laughs> <laughs> Those trousers, man. I can just see the knee in them, and they're looking absolutely yeah. funkadelic. Oh, I wouldn't cool. expect anything other, though. Well, no, I did think that. I was getting ready with him, and I nearly wore the same outfit as... <laughs> as, as just sent him back in. And I thought, no, I'm going to go back here, Mr. Ben, change the outfit, and um, yeah, I thought I'd dress <laughs> myself up for you. Did, uh, so when you were preparing for this interview, <laughs> did they ask you the questions you thought you were getting, or did they catch you off guard a bit um i was pretty well prepared yeah i had quite a lot of interviews with retail so i kind of know what to expect and because i've been doing it for 10 years it just i don't have to worry about what what could that answer be what could that scenario Mm. be because i've probably experienced it yeah um so yeah just like running over that and just i think the main thing was just keeping my cool Again, too worked up. We were watching TV before the night before with Freya, and I was literally like, I'm watching the TV, but in my head, I'm like, interview, interview. All these words are going through my head, like (laughs) Matrix code. I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah, I just kind of got myself a glass of water, watered the plants, sat in the garden. Half an hour's time, log into Zoom, and we're, we're, we're doing this. Are you one of them people then that has an inner dialogue all the time? Yeah, Do you have 100%. like a inner voice, a loud inner voice? Yeah. So when you're playing, because I've practiced <laughs> and learnt the drums with you, yeah. But when I'm in the practice room with you, <laughs> uh-huh. you just seem. When you're showing me, you're like, right, give me them bloody drums kit, like, give me them <laughs> yeah, sticks, them stick. sit down, and you go, and then sometimes I'm like, I get it, I get it, but then you're gone, and you've gone for, like, two or three minutes, and yeah. it's amazing to watch. I mean, obviously, I've seen you on stage, you just get carried away. Is that how, like, are you in your head on that, or do you just go into another place? Um, I think it's consistently all the time. I think with drums, because it's something I love, and it's 
energetic whilst you're doing it it's definitely yeah a bigger thing mm. um but I, i'd say that's pretty much there with me all the time yeah for those that haven't been to see it or seen it yet on the old farm bus i'm not trying to plug us yet this is for the <laughs> stingray and the J. but they did a, a not a back of the bus session they did a busking session and Fucking hell, man. It was a like, good night, wasn't it? Nobody expected that at the end. There was a lot of people on there that hadn't seen you before. Yeah. And they literally... They had to get in touch with you the next day to message and say, who the fuck yeah, were they? That? What happened? Because we didn't tell them, probably. It was big, man. Yeah, yeah. We just went straight just in music. with the funk. But it was power. It was a so. sick night. Yeah. I had We had a plan for it. Obviously, we had a set. We like, we'd spoke to each other before. I had a sneak like, idea what had happened because I'd seen you like a few times prior. But We, we couldn't yeah. have prepared for what did. And it just... It was magic. Okay, it was like a what is it like a wonderful accident <laughs> wonderful accident. what's the actual quote that quote we're taking yeah. is that the quote a wonderful Something accident like Thomas Wormott 2020 <laughs> so, <laughs> so when did you get into the drums though because you've got to that for me mm-hmm. level of expertise where you've mastered it you've got yeah. you've gained mastery of I'd like, something it's nice to hear that of you and you think that I, I think again being self-critical and then as a musician you're constantly listening to music the other people that have been playing drums, Steve mm. Gadd, um, Jojo Mayer, just to name a few, like, they, they've been doing that for like 20, 30, 40 years, and the technicalities of it, you're always comparing yourself to someone yeah, yeah, the same of sort of skill, but. Do you think they still level. have that? Like the top tier level? I'd say people? so, definitely. Do you think I think it's that drive. Like, You've not met me dad, <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Well, I think it's all that striving to be better, and I yeah. feel like. Same um, attitude to have. Yeah, I like, I like to know that I'm pretty good on drums. Like, I gotta say, I've put enough time into it and money and effort and blood, mm-hmm. sweat and tears, but at the same time, this, yeah, there's always areas for improvement. But Was it a teacher or something that just yeah, guided so, you down well, that path? It started when we'd been on a family holiday. It was a street holiday. There was like four or five different families, and we're all good friends. We were like kids. Um, and they took us down. We went to south of France. Um, it was a long drive. It was like four and a half hours. There was family arguments. Got wrong way in the sat nav. Like everything you'd imagine. Farts in the car. That sort of oh, thing. Oh, mate. <laughs> and um, we, got, we got to the place. No, and there was like well. a little live band playing. And I think my dad, the next day, just passive in conversation, and me being quite young, was just like, you thought about playing the drums? Like completely randomly. Yeah. And I was kind of like, drums? I like music. I've been brought up on rock music. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds quite cool. Now, I've always been a football lad before that, so yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what, yeah. I'll give it a go. So kind of delving into it then, he'd obviously dropped the seed. Maybe he didn't know he'd dropped the seed, but okay. I, in my head was like, drums, drums. I'm looking in little... That in a dialogue like, came back drum in. Drum kit, like, where can I make them? <laughs> I've looked online, eBay, I can get really cheap ones. <laughs> How can I convince my parents to make me do this? So it was kind of, I didn't get my drum kit for the, for the first like year and a half of me playing drums. Wow. My parents were like, you know, like a skateboard or a guitar that gets left in the shoe. Yeah, the yeah, carriage. yeah. They didn't want it to be that for me. They were before. putting you on a test. Exactly. Like, <laughs> if he can do the lessons and he's any good, mm. we'll give him a kit. So yeah, I had some lessons with, um, I think his name was Paul Hopewell. He disappeared off the radar for me, so if you're listening, Paul, I'd love to come back with round, you. brother. I'd love, to, <laughs> love to chat with you. We used to have jams and stuff at Blueprint Studios back in the day. It was sick. But um, yeah, we kind of started doing lessons once every two weeks, and they're like twenty quid as well, which is quite expensive. Yeah, back in, mind, in the day, mate. A couple of quid for subs. Yeah, you know what three mean? quid now and then. So I forget thought... it. They'll bring it next week. Yeah, sure you <laughs> will. Week, I, I've, I've heard all of that now. <laughs> yeah, that was me every other week, man. <laughs> Standard, but. Um, but yeah, like, it kind of just, yeah, I, I, I just told my dad and he was like, he's got it. My dad sat in for a lesson and was like, yeah, it's good. Was so he? carried on doing it, got a drum kit for Christmas, which was a bigger kit than I thought. I was looking at the little kiddie ones, ended up getting a proper big one, and I was like, flipping it. What were the kiddie ones? So they're just a three-piece, you get a little bass okay. drum, a little tom, and then a, a, what is a snare, it might have some snares on it, it might not. And then just a tiny little dinky 
like crappy symbols. I know what you mean. Yeah, like as soon as you give them a quid, smash, it goes. And that's what so. I thought. I've lost one of my dad because it's not that much money. I've had asked for action men in the past. You know what I mean? And they've been way more. <laughs> yeah. So this will be something that you like. He's a good action man. He's like a headbanger. He will want this. And I got a proper kit, and we set it up like in pieces because it came flat packed. And um, yeah, since then, what I've was your first? Like, that was this the first, first kit, and I've still and it got little, it. Oh, matey, still got it. I mean, it's did you build you up to like the pills and stuff like that? Well, or? that's the thing. I had this old kit, and it was Chinese Ion. I think they make loads of um, electronic equipment as well. It's like budget range. There's nothing too high spec from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, um, I used to get the piss taken out of me for gigs. Like I had standard skins on, and I was whacking the hell out of them from yeah. a young age. But once I started learning the dynamics and stuff, I kind of quickly narrowed in my focus with it so i could make a like a crappy drum kit sound all right mm. so i'd set up in the sound menu or the band before would be like oh what kit's that and then obviously be like what is that it's not even a pearl or a tom or an apex like god knows got what a name is. to it and then we come on <laughs> and then this kid? we'd just absolutely blow it out of the park and then Sick. everyone would be like Hang on a minute. That. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's not what you're playing, you know what I mean? Mate, that's like what we were talking about earlier, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. But, like, with the, the clothing and stuff, mm-hmm. like, most people, when you've got, like, elaborate or, like, colourful things on, mm. they do judge a book straight yeah, away. And 100%. then you sort of put on it, you, you're actually quite nice or a friendly person, like, oh, shit, took me yeah. back. But I, I love to do that with people. I go <laughs> on a stage as the underdog, and it <laughs> makes me work a lot harder. Yeah. I remember... Um, because I teach in schools mm-hmm. and I went to this really posh place in the lakes okay. and I was actually teaching head teachers. Right. So I was going in with uh, this guy, in. Martin Illingworth. Uh, we worked for a company called Independent Thinking and he's amazing. He's got a book out called uh, Forget School. Mm-hmm. It's got just that, the other way, which I think me and you understand. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. There's not just a one way of teaching in education. There's like lots of different Veins, people and we so, need yeah. to speak, like teach for their abilities because mm-hmm. I, I fucking struggle so much for school man i hated yeah. it but i walked into this room and there's like re- proper proper head teachers everywhere and i walk in with my cap on <laughs> i got my shorts on and my sandals <laughs> like who's this guy <laughs> came up and he's like we're looking for the uh the speakers that we're desperate they're supposed to be here by now i'm like yeah i'm here mate he's like what <laughs> he literally looked at no, me the guy for the speaker yeah. I'm like, yeah, me, mate. And then i remember i performed and i looked back at him after and he was crying like loads and he come up to me uh, at the end actually announced to everybody he went I, I, I shit myself when these guys turned up because they just look like daft idiots <laughs> and then he goes but never judge a book and he's like give us a really big like um praise for it and mm-hmm. it, it meant a lot actually but Definitely. it's good to be that underdog sometimes yeah so who how many bands have you been in then so literally i mean a little bedroom jammer that we had was me and a couple of friends from school um, blaine and kurt we used to play like wolf wolf mother acdc um Jimi hendrix stuff like that and it was just bedroom jams we never really took it fully seriously <laughs> but then um i had a mate from school um sellers and um, I, he'd always been in bands, and I'd seen it was in this band, and they'd been doing a couple of gigs and a couple of battle of the bands and stuff mm, like that. Oh, nice. So I was like, oh. And then the style of the music, I was like, I'm listening to sort of indie music at the time. I'm not kind of really delved into my urban, like, hip-hop and stuff, so I was listening to Foles and Maccabees and mm-hmm. everything, everything. And I was like, yeah, I can, we can do this. So they invited me around for a practice one night, and we went into the living room, set up my kit, and they just played me their songs, and I just interpreted it listen to it for a little bit i can kind of see where the cues are going chorus verse chorus bridge mm. start jamming along and then i think they're a little bit like okay this guy's this a bit better than our possible drummer. yes <laughs> and literally that practice can you remember tom they rang the old drummer and i feel so sorry to this day for him and not that we like made millions or anything what on the practice <laughs> they, they rang him up and literally were like we dropped 
What did you put on the loudspeaker? <laughs> it was on loudspeaker to them lot. And How I was just the kind of there go? like, oh, bless um, Pretty man. awkward. I mean, we're young. Like, it must have been heartbreaking for him. Like, I can't understand it. I like it, it. at a young age, though, when you really so build things up, though, as mm. well. It's like, this is going to mean so much. <laughs> right, get him on loudspeaker. We're all in this together. <laughs> that was what it was like, band meeting, band yeah. discussion. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to do that, like, when we were telling somebody who's going to be sub on the weekend. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to like this. <laughs> Or do you let him find out on the day? Fortunately, I was always quick, so even though I wasn't that great, I was always on the pitch for my uh, energe- energetic and like frantic sort of running around, passing, <laughs> crossing balls into the box. But Probably for, good um, that you picked up drums then, yeah, you get to be as frantic as you want to be yeah, on Exactly. That. And that's what I'm missing now, not being able to play him because of COVID and That stuff. tutor you had, mm-hmm. was he like a good guide as well as a person? So he... it was just kind of like, similar to how you, I learned to drive with a good driving instructor in my eyes. He just kind of like, show me what you've got. Yeah. And you, you have a little bash, and you kind of see off the bat. I've already been listening mm. to music, so I've already got a sense of rhythm. You know what okay, I mean? I'm yeah. into sports, so coordination's all right. Right-footed, right-handed, which is always a plus if you're a drummer, because if okay. you start mixing it up, it complicates the whole yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bit of a chore. But it kind of off the bat, he's like, yeah. And then after a few practices, it just, cl- it just clicked with me. He, he taught me like proper note music. I learned how to read music, what each thing was, semi-crotchets, wavers, stuff like that, gravers. And we were just like... Th- this kind of work... I didn't like to do homework, I didn't like to do schoolwork, but to see that... And know that if I read this and I do that, I can play this drum and this fill, which mm. then allows me to play Run to the Hills by I Maiden. And my dad's mm. going to be well chuffed when he hears yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just kind of like elaborating on ideas. And he, he basically taught me the basics, went into it, and then got to a point where he was like, I can't teach you anything else. He's like, but you can come up, they can still come, you don't have to pay, and we'll just have a jam and we'll just play. Sick, what we guy? Have, we used to have musicians come in, there was bassist, guitarist, um, Beanie on bass, I haven't seen him for ages. Um, literally like, and we just like jam. And for me, that was it. Like, he disappeared shortly after that. But at a point when I kind of felt comfortable with drums, like I could mm. take it somewhere and do something with it. Mm. And as much as I do miss him and feel like maybe I would have had a couple more, or at least like to say bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I kind of thought, no, he was like, he's ready. He's, he's he, ready he for this. He planted that seed. Yeah. I'm going to disappear time. now, and he's going to just get on with it. Yeah. He doesn't want to take any more of my money. He might feel bad that I'm up to that level now where he's like, I can't teach you, young grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> young grasshopper. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's how I pictured it. If it was different, Paul, again, if you're out there, mate, come and reach out to me, because he's just a nice guy. He was fortunate to have one good teacher that taught me everything I needed to know and get me where I'm at. There's, there's some great mentors out there, isn't there? Massively. Because if, if somebody showed me an instrument before they'd just be really technical with me yeah. and it didn't work but when i got to see them do their passion mm-hmm. passionately and i was like oh that works and then they'd put energy into me and yeah. they're like you're quite good at this and they give me appraisal that's what no, got me going definitely that was more so i think a lot of the time where we're failing in education or just trying to teach passions mm-hmm. is they're not being passionate when they're doing it exactly it's it like, uses it and it has a knock-on effect they just don't care eventually yeah yeah missed it completely it, it buzzes off doesn't it mm. and that the thing for me like at school most teachers go in with a passion they mm. have something that they're excited about and they want to teach and they they go in with the best of hearts yeah. but then suddenly it just goes into this like we're box not funded hard ticking. days naughty kids and it just goes down yeah you, you're literally looking at the curriculums and thinking this, yeah this, why am i teaching this this isn't happening and i, I kind of apply that same sort of ideology to politics in mm. the same way that passion you, you lose it yeah it just yeah. Yeah, fizzles out and ends up being crap. have you really felt your mental health deteriorating then not being able to do the drums um, at the minute i wouldn't say men- no 
I mean, a couple of years ago, maybe I would have got a little bit annoyed about it. Yeah. I've still been able to kind of express myself. I've got my little home studio, I've got my little MIDI Sick. keyboards, and just banging away, click, 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 that's all for You've got your MIDI on the go. What, yeah. do you, what do you do it on? Do you use Logic? I've got Machine um, and then Ableton. Like oh, a, the entry level of Ableton. I've been putting off getting it. I don't know why. I need Are to you making invest. beats at the minute then? Yeah, I've got a few. Uh, oh, Me mate. and Jack have been bouncing ideas for a Lo-fi? while. Lo-fi? Um, you could say some of it's like that. A lot of it's kind of Diller-esque, a lot of swung. Um, stuff that I play on the acoustic kit, and um, if I could play inside the house, I could record these and, and use my own kits. But yeah, yeah, yeah. MIDI's good, yeah, sampling, cutting stuff. It's good to just have a little tap on yeah, the old fingers now. now. I remember you had an app, didn't you? What's the hey, app? I've still got it. You got, you're not playing it all the time, but I was Don't like... Don't let me. My lads will sick. know about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I play it all the time. <laughs> Drum pad's 24, mate. If you if you can download it on your phone... Is that where you procrastinate? The, you're not even procrastinating no, then. creative get, on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You haven't got time while you're out and about, so you, you haven't got your keyboard or your pads or your, your DAW, so you've literally just got a little app that logs in straight away. Sick. You pick what you want, go on a feed, and then you can... There's 16 pads, and then you can get 32, and you you can the full scenes you can play bass snare so, hi-hat so bass, you say guitar melody your dad got you into the music side of things uh-huh. and that was pre- predominantly rock based yes when did you find your style and what you were into and so about this is a good story this is why i wanted to talk to you mike yeah so baby so many good things <laughs> <to say laughs> yeah get me some so, of that um, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean being brought up on heavy metal and not to be confused like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, um, some more American stuff, but mainly like Brit, um, British music, a lot of Brit pop as well. Uh, he loved his punk and his glam, um, Sex Pistols. <laughs> he, wanted, he never tolerates anything older than probably like 70s, 80s, to be fair. David Bowie fan? Um, probably Not some quite. of his older stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. No, I mean, turn his nose up at uh, oh, like Golden Years or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, um, Could have been poncy, didn't he? I've got a bang to this. <laughs> so, um, but no, he brought me into that, and I feel like I didn't. I felt like I didn't like urban music at the time. I'd be flicking through the channels before school, and I'd be watching Kerrang and Scuzz and um, MTV Rocks and stuff. And then I get to like Channel U, and I kind of just go back to the start, and then kind of flicking through. And I feel like when I started playing video games, Need for Speed Underground, especially, shout out, great shout. Um, one and two <laughs> the the soundtracks for them it was just all hip-hop r&b yeah and it was like snoop yeah. dog mystical um little john and he just like that sort of music for me was like don't listen to this this is crap music mm. like they're just saying any good like this is just people flipping you don't even know what they're saying huh. and i didn't know what they were saying because i was young and naive but as i grow older i kind of realized hang on a minute i've been like hidden away from this vast expanse of music yeah that's actually really sick and just because he didn't like it, he didn't want me to like it. So now I started like, well, what fuck you then. Strange I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, rebel. Yeah, <laughs> rebel, that's what you want, isn't it? Natural. So I started delving into it, and I've never stopped. Like, I'm, mm. I'm going further back in time, if anything. I'm not listening to current music. There's just so much that's already out there. I kind of need to feel like I need to listen to it all so before I can start listening what was to it? This was Need music. for Speed. Need for Speed. <laughs> need for Speed Underground. I, I think I had the same with... Um, Oh, what's the one where running you just run around? Twenty falls. <laughs> like, he's just like that. And I was a kid. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm driving my flipping 106 to sort Grand Theft Auto. That's the Grand one Theft I did. Auto. Yeah. Do you know when you get in the car and then yeah. he had the radio stations 100%. on? He had some like R and B and stuff. It, it was, was a nice like, variety, but again, yeah. Just Baby, to I just the don't get it. Do you enjoy being hurt? I remember that came when I was like, Mom, Mom, what's this? And she's like, 
why are you killing people on this yeah. game? <laughs> no, I need that music in my life. <laughs> yeah, understanding it's not that deep with the killing, yeah. I'm just on about the radio stations. Yeah, the, the radio stations, eh? Stop running over people. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I, I remember my uh, dad, when we went on family holidays with <laughs> the cars and the farting and all stuff down, <laughs> all the way to Essex as well, which ain't great. But are you having a little... I'm having a little ciggy if that's Yeah, right, baby, of course you can. You quit off for ages, but we already started. This is like Joe Rogan's podcast now. This is what we wanted. Roll the doink. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get the doink. (laughs) Um, We go down, and my dad had uh, he'd let us all have a CD each, and my two CDs were the Streets and Eminem. Uh, A grand don't come for free. Ever, oh, mate. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> I knew it gets this. I have achieved absolutely <laughs> now, now, mate. Just getting what out an album. of the I've lost out. I'm going to go and see him soon in Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh, not, not soon. It's done a new year. Top yeah. year there. <laughs> yeah. I take pride in my hobby. I make bongs. That's such a great... What a great spin on, like, weed smoking, though, yeah. that is. Uh, that, that was my first time where I was, I was like, young. what a great argument point that is, because... Mm-hmm. This fine. Hi, my name's Terry. <laughs> I'm a law abider. It's so true. There's it nothing in my life be... fine, and they get fired up on beer. And when the weekends here, I exercise my right to, to get, get paralytic and fight. <laughs> that Mate. was genuinely how it was as well. See, I, that was my sister's era, and I used to see it with those. But I was a couple of years younger, so I didn't get the full first wave of that. Mike oh, Skinner. Mate. And then going back over it, that's why then I, I got a little bit pissed at my dad because I was like, "You've hid me from this music. Yeah, yeah. If I found it earlier, probably would have been a different person." Yeah, yeah. Not to say that. That I've gone down this path for a reason but like you just you know what I mean like in a way I was glad that I've been hidden by it because then it was new for you me you might not have I wish I heard it the first time dived as far down into it though do you know because no. you rebelled yeah. that might be why you went so far that why way why can't I listen to it let's go into it like yeah it, really 100%. dive into it like my mum and dad were always against swearing for a bit mm-hmm. and I was like well uh, so then I got into Eminem and he's like, he always swears, yeah. but I'd really go into it then. And I, I th- I'm so happy I picked up Eminem as well. He was I a great mentor that. in the day. I used to listen to that through the walls, like my sister would be playing it. And again, it's so fast, it's a dual sort of content, explicit. Mm. I don't know what's actually going on. It sounds crazy, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the instrumentation All the reference points it. are somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm Sub getting an idea, but like, Hang on a minute, just picking it together, yeah. Oh, man, there's some great... In uh, The Real Slim Shady, mm-hmm. it, there's so many like little reference points in there that I listen to it again, and I'm like, oh, that's what he was meaning at that exactly. time. That's and genius. I feel like... I don't know if there's going to be a limit mm. on that, because I still go back to those old songs and, and play them. And then you still hear things, and you're like, so that's what that line me- line means. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, you literally yeah. back up, and you're like, hang on a minute, what have I been singing this whole time? I didn't even mm, know the words. Mm. But, but um, you were talking earlier about reading as well, and okay. I never ever used to read because i was dyslexic at school so i always made sure i stuck away from reading and writing ashtray that little pack. i've got the can I've yeah got the can, can baby <laughs> <laughs> but yeah reading and writing wasn't the one but when mm-hmm. i got mike skinner's uh, autobiography inspiration that really opened up doors for me again it was he was quite a fascinating guy but it, it pioneered didn't he the garage mm-hmm. scene because no one in, was doing that were they in america they had conscious rap but in the UK, KRS. they had Garage. Mm-hmm. But he likes says like, right, okay, I'm going to not say shit on this track like everyone was doing in the UK. They were just spitting rubbish bars. Uh-huh. But 
America didn't understand garage. So he put the two together and he just grabbed them and went, right, we're getting the conscious lyricism, uh-huh. grabbing that side, we're going to get the cool garage beats, <laughs> put them together, and then he's like, light so blind in my eyes. Yes. And he's, it's just talking about shit Emotions. that was actually happening Relevant. in them times. More yeah. so to a, a generation of people, but yeah. nonetheless, like, no if you put a track on like that now, though, you, you all, your nostalgia kicks in. 100%. And you flare back. No matter if you've heard it earlier in the day or you heard it the other day. Oh, like, dry your eyes, mate. You're never going to be like, oh, who's putting this on? Mate, that's <laughs> one of the best songs ever because everyone's had a breakup at some point or, or felt that pain of, of some regard, like somebody not wanting you. and you, Because that feels to me some t- somewhat worse than losing somebody to a death mm-hmm. because they've not chosen to block you out. Like one t- I was with yeah. this girl for two years, uh, went travelling, did a year together in South Africa, nice. and then one time we got home, we were like, we're going to live away again together, we're going to go abroad. I was working in Thornton's, okay. shitty day ever, shittiest day, walk home in the rain, get back, go upstairs, I look on my bed, and everything's empty in the room. Oh, and shit. she's just left a fucking letter on the bed saying, I'm sorry I've gone, you're never going to see me again. What are you thinking, oh, no, I remember that, man, and it was like crush gone absolutely gone this is where my journey started though the lyrics and the poetry and the writing but for me i put on dry your eyes mate and nobody has ever fuck it not not straight then and there it's like right dad get the radio out (laughs) i need mike skinner but i remember i was walking to the gym and feeling really shitty and that came on Mm -hmm. uh, and i was just like he spoke to me in every which way in that song. It was like and hitting, 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 yeah. hitting. Amazing. That's one way to write. Like 100%. just out of pure passion, pure experience. It's relatable. It isn't mm-hmm. on this high scale and like prestigious houses and loads of money and stuff. It's like a guy doing his bit and then just talking about it simply, but just being yeah. very clever with what he does. And yeah. then those people can hear it. And it, yeah, it's that relevance to you that... that my favourite bit in that song is, you know where he doubles up the swear word? He doesn't swear in it at all, but just okay. in that moment, I'm not just going to fucking just fucking leave it all now. And that, it gets, I'm like, yeah. who wants some? Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, if you were going to do that in the studio, someone would be like, whoa, whoa, you just you messed up there. You know what I mean? You can't say that Yeah, twice. yeah. But, but for him, that's... It was so argument, raw yeah. in that song. That was exactly what it needed. Because it's like the moment she's actually going to go, it's like, emotion, no, I'll throw everything at this to keep it the going. Whole, the whole sort of thing from start to finish, it takes you through the roller coaster of, like, um, Emotions, doesn't it? Yeah, like, that's yeah. how I like albums. Yeah, streets. And, and so you, as a a musician, mm-hmm. are you do you more go for the listening to the melodies of things, you, like for the beat of things? If I could tell you what like, I hear when I listen to music, yeah. it's, it's frustrating because obviously some people can just turn off and they don't know what they're listening to. Yeah, it's on the radio. Who's this? Oh, this sounds good. Yeah, you've got people who are kind of picky and choosy with what they. With me, I just. You know, be generic and be like, I listen to all types of music, man. But I literally do like yeah, absolutely yeah. anything. And I'm so Take it super what it analytical is. with what it is. Like, like, break it down completely. I'm already listening to the drums and thinking, can mm. I play that? What's he mm. done there? What time signature is it in? What tempo is it at? Okay, he's doing a little bit of ghost notes here. And then I'm listening on the bass line. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if it's something funky, something breaky, like, um, yeah, melodies. Just super break it down. Almost to the point where I can't enjoy it. Yeah, I have to yeah. listen to it multiple times to kind of get it down me. Because I'm like, hang on a minute. Is this worthy of being in my catalogue of music that I carry around with me? Yeah. Is it, is it good enough? And 
Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a ball ache. I know a lot of people that went to university (laughs) and they they studied music and then they said it ruined it for them Mm. because everything they had to psychoanalyse and analyse more. I think it does that with a lot of things. You can take the fun out of it and I feel like with music and creativity in general, like just do it. When you get the free of the moment, just do it. Let it flow naturally. Don't sit there and try and force yourself to do it because you you try and you can't. can't I feel for me that's what I pride myself on the most in terms of I've been told I'm naive as a negative before Mm. but I really like my naivety because it doesn't ruin stuff for me do you know because I didn't go to like do creative writing courses I didn't go to a school or a college or a uni to learn I just wrote from being hurt Mm -hmm. and I know for a fact that I look back at my old stuff now five six years ago and it's so simplistic it's like it can happen you know you don't have to feel this lost sensation you can become real and I I obviously don't perform it like that But (laughs) but I just wrote for then, and I would not, if I'd have gone to school and actually listened or tried or been to uni, I would not have, I would have, hello, me, where have I gone? (laughs) I I would not have dared to write like that, because I'd be like, oh, everyone's going to laugh at me, it's too simplistic. Mm. But just because I was like, no, I've got something to say, I want to say it, I need to be heard, nobody's listening, I'm going to just put something out there. My naivety got me into them positions, and then as you go on, and you don't, overdo it mm-hmm. you just keep learning on the way but yeah. you just keep Pictures picking up salt, techniques yeah, and stuff there. and just kind of adding it to your repertoire it was like yeah. um with you guys in the studio for the mm-hmm. first time i fucking never done it to music before yeah. i was so like i, I still can't believe it to this day i <laughs> no. thought you were having me on you were i like, do appreciate that man why even you put the poetry on top of music and yeah. i was like this is it this is rapping <laughs> yeah oh mate that did appreciate that boy i tell you what I, times i did feel like a deer in the headlights i was yeah. like oh shit i remember gone, there was one time i was flowing with you guys when we were out at your night yeah. but then uh everyone was talking and my head had gone and i was mm. like speed it up just get it over and done with and it yeah. shocked me loads but yeah from lockdown i've just been putting on beats listening to lo-fi getting the spotify yeah, on over it, yeah. and just talking over it. It's the best way. I feel like it, yeah, you get you set in a one way and you write a couple of flow and like bars out, and then you kind of like I've done it before. I was doing it on um, Woodfoot Park the other day, mm. just going back over the the bars that I'd written, but then just slowing them right down and speaking them. And I'm like, hang on a minute, I'm writing a song and I'm singing now. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to force it out and wrap it and get all these words in and multisyllables and I'll mention this and I'll put a little metaphor in there. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Some of the most beautiful music I listen to is really, really simple to the yeah, point. It doesn't have yeah, to make yeah. sense sometimes. It's how you kind of piece it together. So. Have I you ever heard like, of yeah. Ratman? Rap, rap, rap Man. Yes, I've no. got introduced to him yesterday rap by man, my mate. My list, rap, Mike, yeah, get that on your list, mate, because he just literally analyses what's going on in these times, mm-hmm. but in the most simplistic of like. Um, couplets rhyming couplets and stuff but all the way through i'm just like bobbing my head like back in the will smith days because he's yeah. simple like rapping he's like nothing i was listening to his old album today girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble <laughs> 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 to write that down. I, I, people I, dig it <laughs> i learned like a will smith song in a day from listening mm. to it all day i was like this is a vibe <laughs> i've never done it. the fresh prince of belly I, I get through the first verse or two and then i'm just like you start doing i never watched much as a slop I still rate it. Massive. <laughs> it's a big Smith. tune. Him and Jazzy Jeff in mm-hmm. the day. Big DJ time. DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's why I, I heard it. I was like, Will Smith, DJ. 
awesome producer. Really? Like, tracks that you've heard and you probably didn't even know were produced by him. Like, he kind of gets put off as this, like, oh, where's Jazzy Jeff at? Daft you know I mean? guy who's yeah, just like Will Smith's like, right hand man. He's a sick DJ, well, like, oh, ingrained in hip hop society and is doing bits, like, and always has been, like, his beat tapes and. What about so, the, the soul and the blues and stuff, like Bill Withers and that Bill Withers, vibe? A lot of soul, Sharon Jones and the Dapkins, um, Baby Huey. Shuggy Otis and then Al Green like funk soul oh, mate. Oh, that sort of stuff for me like for me to experience hip hop late and then to listen to it and be like yeah this is cool I like those those strings mm. like Dr. Dre for example like I thought Dr. Dre was in the studio with the strings recording it right. I didn't realise it went back and I was like oh hang on a minute there's another artist here involved and then realised that that's where hip hop and R&B yeah. came from I was like okay, I need to dig in even so more so where, of this where stuff. did hip hop and R&B come from then so mm. I mean hip hop was essentially like well, boom bap, you could say early yeah. early doors. We studied it through college. Um, chose to because I just love it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, 1970s, the, the the blackouts in New York, like the fact that so many people got the ability to kind of get equipment and records and mixers and stuff that they wouldn't have been able to afford, ah. and then express themselves through the hard times they were in, ended up creating this whole ah. sort of like subculture of street parties and big speaker sound systems. Is there and a stuff. series on this on Netflix? Yeah, hip hop evolution. Um, you can watch the Get Down. The Get Down, get that, down was sick. that was sick. By Nazir Jones, yeah. Got a bit like, daft in like one of the later on, but yeah. it was cool. <laughs> but it kind of gives you like a little bit of an insight, and I, I feel like it's just such a melting pot of everything like different people from different places, different styles and ethnicities, and it kind of, yeah, it, people it together. Like this. And then hard times, like uh, going back into reading, reading a, a book recently called The, the Devil's Music. Um, I picked it up because I thought blues music, I love blues music. Yeah. Went back into it, and it goes all into the origins and the whole backstory. And obviously, with the Black Lives Movement happening recently, mm. and all the outrage with police brutality that's been continually going on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just to read through it, and it's a really harsh read, but again, like kind of supporting what I'm saying with like blues music and how it evolved in jazz music, and then funk, soul, mm. fusion, and all these things afterwards. Like hard times bred all these amazing things. It was funny for me, like, with a... I used to love Kanye West. Uh And then always, like, singing certain songs. And my dad's like, you do know that's, like, a song in the 50s, don't you? And I was like, what? And then he'd play it me. I was like, motherfucker. This is Kanye West. No, 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 it's not, my friend. I play it at work and kids still like, what's this? It's a remix. This isn't the Kanye West version. Curtis Mayfield, guys, get it in there. Superfly, like... yeah. Don't know, I used to, know. to have that as my alarm clock to get up yeah. to. Mate, can you imagine a better song to just wake up to? I Curtis Mayfield. Day, yeah. Every time. Mm. I don't like to do that with songs with alarms, though, because I found like I sort of hated them, because I hate morning so much. If I put a good song in in the morning to wake me up, I'm like, oh, you I couldn't do that to yeah. Curtis Mayfield, but then yeah. you're a different guy, so no. you can wake <laughs> up and be like, get up, I do, I dance around, man, I kick off the shit. You're warming yourself up, you know what I mean? Get on my little knickers, and I'm on for the day, baby. Oh, baby. I'll tell you another one, like, a song recently that I had not listened to for years, but it had me, like, in tears mm-hmm. by accident the other day. I was like, oh, I'm having a great day. It went on my playlist, and um, Grandma's Hands, Bill Withers. Okay. Grandma's Hands, Clapton Church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just like a, like a triplet sort of hands. It's, it's more nearly a cappella. It's like with just literally clapping in it. Yeah, I've not. Um, I need to dig in with my Bill Withers. Play the tambourine so well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. buddy. But he's just singing about his grandma, and then yeah. when she died and how like that what effect that had on him and how 
much of a powerful lady she was. Yeah. But just like the simplicity of just going a cappella for that because he's speaking of something so raw. Exactly. And just having some clapping and, again, and maybe a tambourine in. A hard time. So it's mm. so easy for him to do it. And then it makes everyone that's been through that or knows anything about that feel like I can connect. Mm. So that's what it is, that genuine connection. Who, who do you go for lyrics for? Is there anybody in particular? Yeah. Like? So this is kind of my downfall when you're talking about how I write and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm constantly listening to hip-hop. There's a kind of load of go-to artists that I go to. Jurassic 5, um, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest. A lot of American stuff. West Coast, East Coast. Don't really matter. Bronx. Um, Action Bronson. Um, when I'm <laughs> yeah, looking I for... Yeah, li- freestyling. When, when I'm... Thought... Like... <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> when I look for, like, um, lyrical content, I'm KRS-One. Like, yeah. I mean, De La Soul as well, to be fair, and Fife, uh, Q-Tip, but... Keras one, I listen to it, and every album, every track, there's so many different flows, there's so many different styles he just chucks in there. Mm. And again, I rediscovered his first album that he did. There's a track on there called Hold, and it's it's every rhyme, every sentence is hold mm. or hold or something that sounds similar. And again, like to write something like that, it's it's like you're rhyming the same word over and over again, but to do it in so many different ways and phrase mm. it in so many sentences. Mm. And when I do listen to Playing him, I'm kind of like, yeah. I can never be on this level. I haven't gone through the hardship that these guys did. Yeah. I wasn't around in the 70s. Yeah. I'm a young white kid. Like, how far can I actually take it? And I feel, I, I put myself down at that point, like, I call myself a rapper and I can spit and what, but mm. when it comes to, like, ly- lyrical content, like, I'm like, I'm not on that level. And it makes me want to quit. It inspires yeah. me, but at the same time, it's like, I'll say, never be on that level. Everything but that. Never it should be on do that level. everything but that. Yeah. But that's, I feel um, like it makes you want to quit and then it gives you that extra pump to be like... Have you got a line at all in, in general, like, a favourite line of, <laughs> of anyone where you're like, that one got me? Um, oh, you're testing me now. I am. Brain's so, going... Just to, like, bring that straight... <laughs> out of all the lyricism there has ever been you've listened ever to is. you must um, listen to music oh, all day mate. every day too <laughs> um i can't it's gonna come i'll i'll write it down if after you didn't say post. i probably would have come up with something yeah 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 but now i'm just like oh backpedaling a guy called, talk uh, the talk can i walk the walk? have you have you heard of a guy called idea He's, no. but it's spelled like i like e-y-e and yeah. then dia he died when he was like 24 I think okay. in a car crash but he was one of the the most conscious like rappers of the day in America yeah. um, he, who's the other guy I got a line it just came back to me Can I, I did it oh, yeah bang that in man Mac Miller sorry Mac Mi- oh, this. Mac friends okay um, snowflakes keep falling on my expired debit card don't know why I'm still up I've got to be up at 10 tomorrow uh, missiles in my repertoire I'd say I'm pretty regular um, don't even drive don't know why I got an extra car um, I, I feel like when he was talking about that, like I, I had an extra car at the time, and I'm talking about it. It's like Paul House Studio is covered up with pencil marks, and how my studio was just like a scribbling of like ideas and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I'd never connected with him earlier, so when he died, I dove back into the music. I was kind of like, okay, so yeah, I'd say that line, that song in general, friends, yeah, Matt. Um, hit me big time and, and definitely inspired me more. Um, but that was Matt just, Miller. Just one. Yeah. yeah, I've been listening to him loads <laughs> recently. I'll, I'll, have you awesome. heard his NPR session? I have. Uh, NPR de- like, Tiny Desk. So one of the great. Just captures the. You can really show with uh, like how you perform live. You've all got recordings. And yeah. You spend loads of time producing. But yeah. To see them like with Raw. actual musicians, and then there in the face, there's no lights, no big stage, or like five, ten meter distance. Well, it's kind like of there. in that session, like you couldn't quite communicate with the audience could no. he and you could feel that uncomfortability in him. in his voice as well uh, yeah like, but then when dude. he's performing you can feel him gone again and mm-hmm. it's like oh that that 
that to me got me quite emotional just watching that Definitely. performance because you could feel he was on the precipice of something. Yeah, and I feel like he went through that for a while. Like you go with a lot of old late greats and you hear him talking about drugs and abuse and depression and stuff, and people just sit back and like, yeah, I'm buying your album. Yeah, I'm coming to your shows and buying your merch. But then you listen to the message and it's like, is he just saying it because it's rhyming and it's what people want to hear is you trying to appeal to that audience or is he going through these things himself so when you kind of hear those deep messages especially like the NPR like is, you can look at him and you're like oh, oh what's another Mac Miller one it's like isn't it funny you can buy a lot of money to get a lot of things just to feel so ugly yeah, yeah. and he's done it and experienced it I, yeah. that's what scares me a little bit about when you get to that level of power and fame like what do you actually feel like when mm. all of a sudden money's not doesn't appeal priority. to me after listening to all my favourite people Russell Every single Brand one of them. If, they're, if they're Miller, not dead yeah the, the people at the top always Toxicity. report back to you and they always say listen it's mind. a lie just keep doing what you love but they're kept on the side and they're not given the full experience the need so you only find it if you dig for it mm. it's not fed to you which it should be we should be well aware of things like that like the music industry itself and how corrupt it is is just my line from that uh, guy called idea mm-hmm. uh, who, and logic was the other guy i was thinking yeah. of and his line was uh you've got to lose your mind before you find it and when you finally find out you never f- lost it oh shit <laughs> <laughs> you've got to lose your mind before you find it and when you finally find it you find out you never lost it at all there's a natural flow that's attached to your soul it just gradually pulls it don't ask you to go Ooh, I knew I'd get there. Don't ever hash up somebody else's lyrics. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. I've been thinking about it. Honestly, like, I remember there's a song called um, Let Go mm-hmm. by him, and it's about a 10-minute song, but the first half is all like this him going down into the depths of like psychosis, mm-hmm. schizophrenia, bad trips, yeah. bad times, and it's like, oh, it keeps going here, and then suddenly there's just this little Different. switch up, and, and then it goes back to, like, just let yourself go. Yeah. Oh, man, when I listened to that song, I was in the worst place mentally, mm-hmm. like, my psychosis had come out, lots of bad traits, and my brain had just flipped its head on me. Yeah. I remember listening to that on my own one night, and I, I swear to God, it reprogrammed yeah. everything going on in my it's life. crazy how things can do that, isn't it? I was just like, I've got hope, I've got a chance to get out of this, and the fact that music can do that to me, or somebody can speak to me in that way, uh-huh. that's why it put me on my path, and I was like, never, I want to talk to somebody else like that. Yeah, and it never probably intended to be like that, like, I think a lot of people writing this stuff, especially when they get later on in their careers, they're just writing stuff because they have to, because the label wants them to yeah, produce stuff. Yeah, yeah. They don't realise that, obviously they've got a fan base and stuff, but some of these songs, like whether they fabricated them on the spot or whether they wrote them down in wordplay, whatever, they, they could be someone's life, exactly. Yeah. And then the timing of it, that they get exposed to it, and it, yeah, like you said, it changes people for the good. Well, I Obviously, felt, sometimes for the worst. I felt that... I met better. Mike Skinner three times now. Yeah? And, and it, it was bloody... It was lovely. Yeah, it's basically my best pal. <laughs> months be down. But, yeah. <laughs> but I remember, like... Because he didn't realise what he'd done for me mm-hmm. in a moment. I'm talking to him in this profound excitable you don't understand what you've done for me and he must get that either all the time time or because he didn't realize what he was creating he was just writing for self and because it's so like uh, clearly of experience or (laughs) so true it speaks to everyone on volumes but when you do that for people you forget the sort of duty that you've you've given you kind of put yourself in a contract with your fans yeah 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 you've got a duty now to yeah keep up this thing and like we're attached now like you've made a connection the the stand video i suppose with uh, eminem and things like that but for a positive side yeah the the fact that you've met him it might get 
it was I don't beautiful. think they get fed up of it, you know. I'll, might, see, I'll see him in Amsterdam and we'll we'll be on a vibe together, yeah. I swear to God. I'm jealous, mate. I wish I'd live out there if I could. Yeah, really? Mm. Have you been? I've been a couple of times, three okay. times. Are you a traveller? Um, I wouldn't say so, no. I used to go um, Balearic Islands a lot as a kid. Ibiza, Mallorca. I used to make a bit of thing of that. Ibiza How old were you time. in Ibiza? Oh, from being a little like crawler in me flipping no And were your mum and dad going out on the set? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, I mean, the, when I was younger... Might Maybe make it. sense. Yeah. I wonder why you're so mad. <laughs> we used to go like beaches and stuff and loads yeah. of other places. It was good fun. Because it then, is quite a beautiful place, isn't mate, it? Mate, I, I went with the last time I went there, um, bearing in mind the time before that was probably with family, mm. um, was lads' holiday. And we were a little bit older. I'd already missed the first boats with like Zanti and stuff, and I didn't experience that full balls out craziness. Yeah. I wasn't that bothered. I've missed it, to be fair. I heard nah, the stories, nah. and I'm glad I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it came to Ibiza, I was kind of like, lads, we'll have a good time and we'll go on the strip and we're gonna, you know what I mean, get on it, but I want to experience it for what it is. Yeah. There's a lad with us that hadn't been on holiday, hadn't been abroad before. I was like, bro, you need to see the sea, the sand, like yeah, the breeze, the yeah. mountains, like small island. We'll get a car, we'll explore. Could you imagine just taking him on the piss? Like, you get there, he's never been away to another country, Mate, and he's he just loved getting it. wanked every absolutely night. Loved it. It's and so pointless. Well, if we're supposed to do that and then not experience the island and go back out of it, I think that a lot of people do that with, with holidays, and I feel like yeah, that'd it's, be, just, yeah, it's a disgrace to the place because, like, they get a bad name for the strip or the area, but that's yeah. just one tiny little element piece. you've got that whole you know what I mean there's a beautiful cathedral around the corner or there's a little park or a nice piece of art you know what I mean you don't yeah, know yeah. street art for it that's where I got that from what you got, yeah. What's got yeah ACO Road oh, that's Intresny, a nice tattoo Intresny yeah something similar to what I see on you I like colours little shirts, oh I like colours man yeah just a bit of everything that come from a a Mate, trip. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Good trip. Yeah, it was <laughs> good day out. <laughs> Might do some bad things with beers. But yeah, yeah oh, I just, I love Disney. I love the messages and that. That's me and my best mates on my arm. Mate, I've that's got, classic. Did you draw I, on your son as well? Do you know what? This has got a great left-handed. story. I did as well. <laughs> yeah, left-handed. <laughs> Blindfolded, left-handed. <laughs> me, me and, uh, do you know Lewis from Concrete Rose? Yeah. So, <laughs> so he was my best mate for a while, a long time. I would say two years. Okay. And again, we were procrastinators, mate. Yeah. So we, we used to just play FIFA all the time, <laughs> every day, and we'd sit in our pants and we'd be there going, I want to I wanna make something out of my life. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, we're going to be something when we're older. <laughs> and then we're like, another game then. Another yeah, game then. Roll another one. Get some more yeah, snacks. <laughs> and I remember one day, because we'd literally played from like nine in the morning till about nine at night, mm. we're like, oh, what are we doing with our lives? And we went outside and started like shoveling stuff just to feel a bit better. Like, <laughs> I'm doing something. We've done something for the day. It used to be funny when I used to relate to that with video games. I never played FIFA because although I love football, when I stopped playing it, I didn't like the football games. Okay. But going on to shooting games and Call of Duty, we used to do it all the time. We were like holidays or something. We were playing and we'd, we'd be like, you've been online for like three, four hours and like flipping it. Right, lads, one second, I'm going to get some fresh air. And I remember me and Shiraz Adi, my mate used to do it. Open the window, stick your head out, take a big deep breath. <sighs> close it, straight back at gaming. That was good enough. And in, my, in my head, that justified it. It was a sunny yeah. day. That's like, why aren't you outside? And I'm like, oh, I've had some outside. Thank you very <laughs> yeah, much. Exactly like I don't need any more outside. <laughs> Look about it and laugh, but yeah. I've got my fresh air in for the day. <laughs> Literally. And then, So me and Lewis, like one day, we're, again, we're like, we're not going to go down and mm-hmm. just start playing FIFA today. We're going to go down and make a song. Yeah. We'll record it. And then that's our day. We've achieved something and then we can play FIFA. Of course. So we went down and just... Again. Lewis is good on guitar as well. Yeah, He's yeah. really like just reggae beat. And I just did some spoken word poorly over the top of it. Of <laughs> and then he sang beautifully. Yeah. And honestly, we put it on, played FIFA for about 
two hours, look back and it, it just hit like 20,000 views Flipping in a, a few hours, I swear Mate, to God, and it just kept I've going. This. I, I haven't and, heard I, this. I'll play your latest jokes. <laughs> it's one of his songs he uses for Concrete Rose now. Okay, yeah. So we left it and it, I swear to God, like I looked on Facebook recently, it got to like 50,000 or yeah. something. It just well. generate, people are it still watching it. Just now and then, like, it looks like it's been filmed on a potato though, because <laughs> it was back in the day like, shit iPhone quality. 3.2 megapixels. Yeah. <laughs> we were repping it. But, from that we got like a, a few gig offers mm-hmm. and we we're like oh, okay that's sick i'm so yeah. excited so the one gig we had the woman was like could you do a promo video for us okay. so we we're like yeah we'll do yeah. a little video to send so to get people attracted sure. to it so i got my ukulele out and i know like five chords mm-hmm. that's what you need and just yeah exactly ukulele is enough for like you've got your c and your g <laughs> you're done and i started just doing like ding 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 it's all reggae ding. mate is mate and he started going he's a silly sausage i'm a tuna pitta we're gonna do a show for you (laughs) i wanna be a silly sausage and honestly that went really well yeah so i drew it up and i was like (laughs) we're gonna make famous let's get tattoos done so one day i went i went and drew it out as you can see with my left hand yeah. blindfolded and I drew me as a, a tuna pitta and he's a silly sausage <laughs> and then I went we got wankered one night and he performed a gig mm. and the next day he promised me he was coming with me to get tattooed okay. and he just didn't turn no. up and I went and got it done I just got, got it and he not got it done no so if, if he's you watching there, this mate, yeah, you're, you're, flipping, a, you're a bad friend I'll pay you getting it terrible done. person <laughs> that's hilarious that's why so, you have tattoos though isn't it this little memories little silly things it was jokes man yeah i like everything when it's got a bit of meaning towards yeah. it when you just say why you got that tattoo mate and they're like, like look colorful yeah look like it, mate. just just like but then it. i mean to a certain extent you do you but yeah yeah I yeah i just i just prefer stories that, yeah. i mean everyone can do whatever they want to their body yeah. in preference but when they give me bit. a story behind it yeah. i'm in sweet well i'll give you a story about this one then yeah baby um this is a little moth on the side. Um, this was a very weird and wonderful night that we had back in the day with my friends. Um, Salas, were you there? You were probably in bed upstairs, weren't you, moth gang? Um, <laughs> we were drinking, we were pretty high, we were pretty weird. Um, we ended up staying up all night. We switched the lights off the house, like the fuse lights, so it was just pitch black. And we crawl upstairs and kind of go into the room and everyone else was trying to, you know, at the end of the night, everyone's wide, everyone's tired, everyone just wants to go sleep. We're all downstairs like, oh, we ain't sleeping tonight. <laughs> so we're all just flipping, having a wonderful time. And we're just getting, yeah, just, just creepy. We, we called ourselves Moth Gang because we'd <laughs> creep around the house and we'd be like making little clittering noises. And we'd just be kind of like in the room and then touching people without them noticing. And it yeah, yeah, yeah. freaked them out. Right. But it was just like, as we a want whole, stuff. Um, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to make sure. <laughs> but what's up, don't But um, as a as a whole, like I look back on it, and it was just a funny night. We mentioned it in passive. Obviously, if you weren't there, then you don't know. And if I'm telling the story, it sounds incredibly weird. But to be there, obviously, they must have hated it. You know, I know he hated it. They're like, stop doing this, go mm, to sleep. Yeah. But we're all just there, like. You, you can't get into the mind frame and like, <laughs> done that sort of thing you know what I mean like it was just fucking hilarious for us and we were literally like hardly clothed as well like pants you know what I mean just lads, walking around lads lads props carrying things in guitars yeah. strumming guitars <laughs> this is the proper moth gang so yeah so um, yeah. I mean I took it a bit seriously and got a moth in it and a little <laughs> MG but I mean none of the lads did but I, I felt to me like they didn't, it was a funny they didn't weird feel it the wonderful way you did. night and I wanted to capture a little bit on the side with a bit of flash by a friend of mine 
um, I'm gonna get some more tattoos with. That's so, yeah. beautiful. Nice. I love back in the day, like having sleepovers yeah. and just weird shit cracking up. House parties, people oh, around. Man. Can you remember the first time you ever got drunk? Like, yes, ever? mate. Can I you? Can remember it clearly. I was wankered. I'll tell you from the start to finish. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to remember it so well. No, I do because <laughs> it was probably about four and a half strong booze, and I met me. So what was like sixteen? Some of my mates, they've been out drinking a few times. I'm like, oh, I want to get involved in this, but I'm a bit scared. I'm not old enough. Can't get any beer. How old would you have been, sorry? You're like 15, 16. Yeah, 15, okay. Yeah. So I've already dabbled. I've already had a, like a few little t- uh, puffs on a cigarette here and there. Oh. And I've had a little sip here and there. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like super early with it. But then this was like, okay, I'm going to get drunk for the first time. My parents knew. I told them I was honest with them. Like, okay, well, my dad will give you some beer out the fridge. Yeah. Didn't have any beer, so I went to co-op, got some Strongbow. I thought, that's what, oh, what are you drinking, lads? <laughs> Strongbow. Let's do drink Strongbow. Bear in mind, I've not drank it since because I hate the stuff. It reminds me of this night exactly. But yeah, we um, yeah, you're drinking it now. The <laughs> yeah. smell alone, mate, it oh, takes me straight dear. back. That's how yeah. I can recall it. Since yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we got drunk. We we drank a lot in my friend Matt Barmer's house. Um, well, we I say drank a lot. I, I drank my four pack. You know yeah, I mean? you got, got your four pack, pack and maybe half of what Alan gave me or something. Yeah. And we were up all night. We had music on loud. He had a pool table in his um, attic. Lads. We were smashing that around. The night ended up being, let's go out for a little walk. Yeah. I end up, I can't even walk. I'm paralytic. I'm being carried by these two other small 15, 16 year old lads that have only been drunk two or three times. <laughs> I'm there like, oh, he's fucked it now. He's ruined him. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm getting all emotional. Yeah. I'm going for everything. <laughs> Fast, quick time. Emotion. Like, I'm I've not even been through much as a kid, you know what I mean? But I'm seconds, crying. All the girl at school that I fancy. <laughs> all the stereotypical things that could happen in yeah. a night, you had in 20 seconds. Exactly, and it happened so fast. I remember getting back, and then we're chilling out, and that night I lost my eyebrow. And, oh. Alan, and Alan Morrison lost both of his eyebrows, because he was lying down. We shaved it. We had toothpaste, because we didn't have no shaving foam. Yeah. Shaved one, it grunted, rolled over, and we did the other. <laughs> but at the same time, I fell asleep downstairs after I passed out, and woke up, looked in the mirror, and I was like... <laughs> Shit, my mum's gonna kill me. <laughs> Going back home in the morning, like uh, obviously first ever hangover as well. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Cider, which is absolute mindfuck. Um, how rude! Sorry, about that. <laughs> so I do. Um, and then. Yeah, just like going back into the car, I sat there and I've still got this eyebrow off, but I'm sat like this. Mum's there, she's like looking. I can feel that energy looking yeah. at me, and I'm kind of like, she knows, she can see already. You know, yeah. I mean? it's a distinct feature. I look over and she's like. <gasps> Tom, what happened? I'm like, <laughs> shaved it off, Mum. I was half asleep. It was half off, and then I let them shave it off. <laughs> off. And she was like, I can't believe it. And obviously, she, she, she gave me that trust, that responsibility. I'll buy you some alcohol. I'll take you to your mates oh, to get drunk. Mate. And I've come back, and I disappointed Was her. she gutted? She was gutted, but she, she saw the funny side later did on. Did she? Because yeah. my sister get to draw it, got to draw it on with oh, and stuff. But she, like, I think that was a point for I me. I you got it? a good nickname out of it or something. I didn't, unfortunately. Oh, shit, there was no point then. No, literally. <laughs> it was just a crazy drunken night. Like, I remember it so vividly. <laughs> Despite the fact I was so wasted, but mate, don't I, drink strongbow, kids. Oh, like, trust me, I, I remember. Snake bite, maybe. Yeah, I remember mine in. I went to my mates at. We were thirteen. Uh-huh. Like we were still in secondary school, and it was on a school night as well. But my mates just his dad's wild. Mm-hmm. He was proper just animal. He'd let you do what he wanted. Yeah. And there was six well, of I us went it. round to his house, and he bought us like crates in, yeah. thinking it was like a session for like thirty year old blokes. Of course. And we're like all thirteen year old kids. Eight stone, nine stone. He's just like lads. I got you some vodka. I got you some whiskey. And you got some <laughs> oh, loads mate. of crates and that. Anyway, literally by midnight we're all 
bollock naked mm-hmm. running around the house like chanting and my mate had like made a uh, I don't know, a thong yeah. out of like a belt and some okay. material he'd found. Like a homemade nappy <laughs> and, <sort of> thing. <laughs> and we were going down the stairs, Sumo. like just chanting down the stairs, like, we are the lads. And we're doing just lads, lads, mad lads. People do that to this day, animalistic Mike. stuff. But honestly, it was the funniest thing because we ended up finding a bottle of absinthe, mm-hmm. which is what, 80% of something Horrible daft. Horrible stuff. We don't drank that out of the fridge because we, we had, no, had no idea of yeah. what our levels were. Of course not. So anyway, we would smash that down and my mate just I remember projectile vomited everywhere yeah. and the best thing was though his brother who's like 10 years older maybe like is in 20 might have been 27 at the time or something yeah. my age now and he just literally came in the door at midnight or one saw us all naked his brother was being sick there was somebody passed out writing on his face <laughs> and he didn't bat an eyelid he yeah. just went you're right, lads. And then went to bed. Because he'd been there before. <laughs> yes. He must have been there before with <laughs> his mates ten years prior. <laughs> I was just like, why has that not shocked yeah. him at all? But yeah, he was just so so used to that. He was just like, you're right, lads, and went off. I yeah. was like, brilliant. That's just what you want. You don't want any hassle when you're in that state, do you? When I, the house is a mess and everyone's hanging. And no, I tried okay. not to drink much after that, but I think I got. I was rugby player for a long time, so mm-hmm. I was with the rugby lads. And there was lads. one time we went to house him. Do you know Belper? Yeah. I went to this place in Belper and the team I played for, Derby Rugby Club, was like really posh parents, really posh people, like very well-off people. So I went to my mate's uh, Ed's house, went back at night and we'd all had like a crate each or something, again, not knowing our levels. And he's, he's literally lived in this mansion. I'm talking, his mum and dad were like big lawyers. Really I don't know what they did, but it was, yeah, on the top <laughs> of the hill. And uh, I remember getting in there, and I, I don't know what happened next, but all I know is I kicked down about four doors, and I ended up in the mum and dad's bedroom. And I woke up, and there was just vomit all oh, over me. I, th- I don't know if they know this. I hope they're not watching this now. But so it was who spelt sick all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing is, he goes, oh, my God, we're going to have to blame this on the cat. <laughs> and I was like, cat no cat, bl- like, stomach projectile, full of projectile vomit, vomit. like that. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. But my mate said something quite profound that day, because mm. I was like, oh, my life's over, everything's yeah. rubbish. But he just went, worst things happen out at sea, mate. I know that that just stuck ever since. I was like, you're bloody right, mate. You're right. And you can't argue with those, because as silly or as a cliche they are at times, you just snatch you back into reality. It did, like, it did. Minute, I was okay, like, my life's I? not over. We're going to be all right. <laughs> You're going to probably do this in a few weeks' time again. Push things forward. <laughs> do you still go on the lash with your mates and sessions out? or Not do you... particularly, no. So yeah. I feel I moved out recently with my girlfriend, um, sort of end of last year. Um, and then, because I'm out of Hucknall now, I'm not around as much. Now, I was never really a big drinker to start with. We used to go out when I was 18 and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. Do the usual fights, kebabs, yeah. and flipping, dancing around in Rock City with sticky feet. But, <laughs> oh, mate. Um, gets repetitive after a while, It does, quick time. It? And I was a music man not as like well, so I'm like, oh, I can just listen to the same songs every single time. Like, same night, drinking Jaeger bombs and flipping warm beers that I've been carried around, smoking fags after fags. Got 2040, you know what I mean, in a smoking area. Yeah. Talking to someone I don't know, chatting shit, where you're going in your twat. Yeah, 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 yeah. None feeling. of it's good. So, I mean, yeah. I still love it occasionally. I'm not going to lie, I do the love it. The stories good, and good anecdotes night. are great, but really it's same. not a way to live life, is no, it? it's good to look back at them and they're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you come off lightly and you've not been 
either imprisoned or incapacitated or you've been hospitalised, I feel like you can laugh it off. But um, I, I don't, man. I'm just a, I'm a smoking guy. I don't like drinking. Mm. I'll have a, a bottle or two here on a sunny day. I'll have a beer after a nice drive and up to see Yeah, you. man. But um, I had, yeah, I just don't like getting... Yeah, like wrecked. Right. I, 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 honestly, I have like five day hangovers now. Yeah. It just lasts for ages. Yeah. Only 26 as well, and it flipping out. I want to wake up feeling 100%. Yeah. I want to go and hit the gym and then like have a punch bag and go off, like have a day out with my missus, yeah. have a nice meal and go to bed. Not right off the whole half of the day. Yeah, wake up yeah, and yeah. then feel like ass. Eat something. Yeah. Like, Do something creative. Yeah. Wasted a whole day, and that time's precious, isn't it? And when, it time, is. when you're feeling good, you look back at it, you say, Brighty time, and you like. Well, that time you wasted could have been 100%, so productive. man. You could put that money into You go through good. stages, don't you? Mm-hmm. And it's so good to go back and have all them chats yeah. and them conversations to 100%. all your mates. But realistically, it, there's nothing greater in feeling than creating something you're proud of and looking yeah. back at and being 100%. Showing. No matter how good or crap it is or what people say of you, like just being creative, you, like, you've got something that you've created and released for mm. people to consume mm. in some way, shape, or form. Or it's not even just part a, of you, or, isn't it? or creativity, just passion. Just yeah. you've done something you're proud of with your mm. passion like you could, my dad was a big footballer he played for like semi-pro level yeah. and stuff but I love like going out to the pub and everyone telling me how good my dad was yeah. back in the day you got people random people coming up and like your daddy you should have made it you know and you look at his trophies and it's just yeah. a nice feeling I want to have that for my Children, a bit of a story, something out of the norm that breaks the mold and, and that not can be go, inspired by. Oh, yeah, there was this time I was naked with all my mates at midnight to my grandchildren because they won't come up. They'll come out to me, mates, who on a podcast, but, but they'll come out later yeah, on in life when yeah. your kids get a bit older. Yeah, I feel exactly. like because that happened with me and my dad. Like, I remember the, some of the stuff vaguely when younger, then there's so many times when I just didn't know what was happening, I was too young, didn't understand it. And I'd be like, why is my dad in the garage all the time tinkering with his motorbike? Like, it's not there. What's this weird smell in the house? I never yeah. knew for ages. Yeah, okay. Got older and then a few older friends were like, yeah, your dad smells for you. I'm, yeah. like, oh, I'm gassing you up, dad. Um, but it's <laughs> no like, and then I was like, okay. And then I go back and I'm like, so when he used to watch me do wheelies on my bike, I used to think he'd be like, come on, mate, do some wheelies. He's just, oh, he's looking at me. He wants me to fall off so he can laugh at me. <laughs> I'm entertainment for him. Yeah, I'm yeah, a bit yeah. of a stimulus. Now I see yeah. it from his perspective. And again, with a lot of things that he used to make me do, you can kind of trick you when you're at a certain age. You can kind of, you know, I mean, like reverse psychology and stuff. Like, I'll time you, see how long it takes you to get my book from the top, you know what I mean, from the bedroom. Yeah, and I'd yeah. Be like, yeah, it's a race. Oh, that's a genius. Whereas yeah, if you yeah, just yeah. go, go and get the book, you're like, no, why should I? I'm not doing you it. You see that at schools, you it's know, always. when you want the worst kid to be in that. Yeah. But you're so good in Net. Like honestly, when you go in net, no, I'm a, I'm no a, goals yeah, go in. Honestly, right. yeah, right, then I'm the keeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> no, we need that. a bit of that. Don't we need a hype man for us? Yeah, so yeah, needs sure. A man. <laughs> so I, I want to just get into like what's next in music realm for you. Music. I mean, we don't know what's next, next because. Boris don't know what's next, so we oh, don't know. Boris what's don't next. know what flipping day it is. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Down what with the buzz, man. I, I don't, don't know, story, man. I'll okay. tell you what. That's an impossible position. I think. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the position. One person. On a whole. Yeah. I think it made sense. And I've said this before, but I think it made sense when we had kingdoms yeah. and we needed Days a king old. To, to rule when knights were old because uh, what would we have we had like we're in the hundreds of thousands in uh-huh. in here but now we're in the the millions of people millions on this this piece of rock and, yeah it doesn't make sense now it needs to it's be so broken diverse. down of course it does into how can you have little areas one person 
with so much power and responsibility of such an area and they have no idea how these people yeah. vary not even just certain types of people like various different um subcultures and religions like they don't know how they they live they can't relate yeah. to them so yeah. how the hell can they manage and govern and like mm. doesn't make sense at all we just need more localized should have community uh what do you got like I, I want like our community to go to the council and we yeah. actually have like debate or we have conversation yeah, things done and we get progress. stuff done in our area because it makes sense for our area with our local people yeah, of course. and not just like a deprived area like ripley which is quite a deprived area mm-hmm. to have a set of rules that make sense for like what's in chelsea yeah like we don't we, we don't correlate it doesn't no. make sense in any way shape but, or form, but yeah. when it comes Problem to people. yeah buzzer and corona I'm not sure, but all I'm planning is, like, keeping the creative train flowing, so... We've got to. If there's going to be another lockdown coming, which it just feels like... Yeah. I've been keeping up today. I, I didn't pay much attention when it was happening, but now I've been back at work and I'm looking at it. I'm, lo- I'm keeping an eye on the figures, and I'm like, the cases are rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are changing around the country, and I'm like... I knew this was going to happen when I was thinking about it the first time and when they've kind of introduced everyone back to start going and socialising I was like this is a hu- we got told we weren't going to get a cure for like the next year mm. like how could we be so naive let's keep the economy going let's keep the yeah, money going get the money feed- pumping let's get, get the, the kids money. going back out let's mm. get all the youth and then blame it all on the youth mm. because it's just them and I, I feel like yeah it's flipping absolute shambles mate well, that, and the Bollocks. thing is, I've got people and good friends and family that speak on so many sides of the tale, but they mm-hmm. speak with blind certainty. Mm-hmm. They, like, think they know what's going off, and we're like, we don't. You Nobody don't. does. Even the professionals, even the, the scientists. All the lie. They're all arguing amongst each other. Yeah. So when they speak with such blind certainty, of it, oh, it's a conspiracy, or oh, it's this, it's like, listen, let's just play our game uh-huh. and win for us Again, and do like the best I say we can. To everyone, just take that with a little bit of pinch of salt. Like, you've just got to picture the scenario. Yeah, it could be a conspiracy. It could happen like this. It could all be a simulation. Yeah. But what are you going to do about it? Yeah, you're exactly. You're doing something. Exactly. So if you can delve into that. And I'm sure, I've, I know people, I'm sure you know people that they go down that rabbit hole and it's not healthy or, or it's not positive or constructive in any way. But for them to kind of sit on the fence about it and just take over it, like, yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just being careful. Exactly. Just me. Well, what healthy scepticism, I, I think yeah, that word is. Definitely. I like it. And I feel like if Curious people mind. put enough effort into putting those arguments across, who are you to say that's not true just because you don't believe it or you don't mm. think so? Mm. Like, again, like, we've got scientists that work and they're funded and give us statistics and facts yet we still have the audacity to to go to them this ain't true yeah 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 climate change for example prime example like how can you deny it's been proven oh god and and it comes down to like 95 percent of the scientific population all have cohesively agreed upon which is really hard Hard in science to get everyone to do that but they've all gone no no this is definite no they're 100 percent sure this time i don't root for them you know what i mean i'm sure it's not (laughs) but they're all out to get you mate just to branch that question (laughs) so what is for sting in the J, so what sting is in the sting? What, what's what's next, man? So, I mean, I've been putting off my own stuff for ages, which I mean, I say own stuff, I'm going to be doing it with Jack and Liam, uh, Toby recently as well. We've got another member of the band, wow, um, Toby, um, T Top Tobes, um, just toes. a second guitarist, just to ha- help Jack out a little bit, fill it out for some more vocals and just add a bit more texture. Um, writing, we've we've got loads of ideas, I've got gigabytes of flipping memos and skits and me just whistling and humming into the phone <laughs> and i'm just going to start collating it all into 
well, organised packs, if you say. I'm going to start creating, like, kits and seeing. I'm feeling like, mm. this is going to be a song, this is going to be a song, and then grouping them, because I've, I've probably got enough for multiple albums. Mm. Like, I definitely want to release a lot. I just want to get to a point where I've got a sort of proven workflow that kind of works. Yeah. And then once I've started going, just keep it up and maintain it. And I have no faith... Oh, no doubt, sorry. <laughs> no faith. <laughs> and no doubt that being with um, those guys, like, they're amazing musicians. And they are we incredible create, people. Like, we just bounce off each other. I've played with loads of people before. Yeah. Sometimes you see eye to eye, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it happens for, like, a minute or two. But, like... When you just Every lose track time of time and you're playing in Germany, you're like, yeah, hang on a yeah. minute, stop, let's go back, record this I now. I feel so honoured to have been in them, like, jam sessions. Yeah, those, like, early doors. Uh, oh, mate, honestly honoured to it's be fun. in there. Because the, the practice sessions for me, yeah. filming around, just feeling the vibe, listening. It's nice to have someone in there. To it is powerful, like a, man. What you guys create is a powerful force. That's beautiful. Yeah. You're going to always keep it up, aren't you? I'm going <laughs> to do my very best. I, I try to balance it, and I, I admit... Yeah. I procrastinate we said that and I don't probably give things as much time and effort as I should do Yeah, I get but um, I know that I've definitely got something I, I don't think that my time's run out I don't think it's ever too late um, yeah a few things kind of align in the, fu- in the near future for me and I can continue to keep pushing it and creating them and when Jack gets that baby grown up yeah yeah up, yeah Arlo little Arlo and just collaboration with people like the people on the bus of the night like Motormouth Shruzik oh, Sean the local fuck. healers like honestly Don't like they're all started. amazing guys <laughs> we've got that track still as well I tell you now it's in stems like we, we're struggling to mix it I'm, I'm gonna have to you want you guys it. back because yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully getting a do you know Dr Syntax and Pete Dr. Cannon oh uh, mate go back watch him and then I want you guys on the same bill because I just want them to see it yeah. I'm like yeah it's, they're wicked have you heard of the mouse outfit I don't think I have. Mate, the like underground rap, but really good underground I probably rap. Probably should have. Yeah, you, I'll send Again, you a link over. No, mate, I've got a little list on my notes, and I always add stuff because I go through it. Because you've got to listen to well, recommendations. <laughs> get that list down. We were, I'm going to have to stop this because I'm going into the night on this camera. I'm just going, it's going fading yeah. into the night. We're going into slowly the into the darkness. Into the dark. Into, into the, the dark. Dark, dark night. <laughs> dark, oh, you dark look perfect bus. still. Why you got to be the I'm fine one over there? In the light and in the, the dark. Halo. But yeah, but you will come back and do another one of these, won't you? Yeah, 100%. We man. could I'll just talk, talk to you all day, all day long, baby. We could, I'll get... A bus just for a drum set, if you want, mate, yeah. and we'll just go all, all night. We can. Yeah, you're in battles. the sticks now, baby. You can go as loud as you want all day long. Oh, I miss it, mate. I miss yeah? it. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, mate. Thank you so much for being here. Big love for that. Right, guys, again, you're bit, if you can see me now, it's probably just me <laughs> Nan listening now anyway. Hey, up, Nan. <laughs> Thank you very much for being a part of the Old Farm Bus, back of the bus sessions, Stingray in the day. Stingray in the day. Stingray in the J. You know where to find them. They're on all that shit you like to listen to. YouTube. You are on YouTube, aren't you? Yeah, we've got so, yours. yeah you've been on this session. <laughs> you're on Facebook, Instagram, all the lot. Guys, keep positive. Big love be nice to one another peace now